Welcome to From Caving In to Crushing It, the podcast for those who find themselves immersed in adversity and choose to write their story instead of having others write it for them. I'm Drew Duraney, and I'm your host. Vincent, it's good to see you. Good to see you, man. Uh, I know it's been probably about a couple months since the last time we talked, and I know a lot of stuff has developed for each of us. Uh, I'm grateful you're here and 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 that we are able to share our stories candidly. And you have such a such an important message that you're trying to get out. And I wanted to give you the opportunity to do that, um, which is why I wanted you on. So thank you for being brave and having that courage to to share your story. Yeah, you're welcome. So, you know, we talked a little bit before I hit the record button about how life is not linear. You know, we all are told growing up, it's a straight line. You do this, you do this, you do it all right. And think it's not true. Um, we all need to go in certain directions and things come our way that we don't expect that either give us an opportunity to lay down and give up or give us an opportunity to be stronger and plow through and make make it a, a po- as positive an experience as we can. And I know you're the you're the latter. You are fighting forward to to help yourself grow stronger and i applaud you for that um i'd like you know to d- dive right into this um and have you go as back as as far as you feel necessary to kind of capture that defining moment that kind of hit you upside the head and said hey there's a better way for me to live and i'm gonna find it so if you'd be happy to share starting with that that'd be great yeah, yeah. Again, thank you so much for having me. And my pleasure. How it started for me at a young age, I I lived in fear. I lived in fear like a long, long, long time. So I didn't know any better. And once the computers came, I started to get addicted to the computers. I started to get addicted to video game and then the internet and then pornography. So I got a lot of addictions under my belt. And I kept on going with that because it was safe. I kept on going and going and going. And I was wasting my years of my life, year after year after year, until I had like this this moment that was playing a video game. And I had this inner feeling. And my higher self reached out to me and I said like, hey, you need to stop. You need to stop playing video games and get help. And I was like, whoa, what is this? So I put down my controller and I was a bit bit like flabbergasted. Mm But I knew, I knew that voice was was telling the right thing. I knew that I need to get help. So the next couple of days, I told my parents like, hey, I need to get help because I'm not doing anything with my life. Mm. And it was really difficult, but I had to do it. So after that, I went to see the doctor and he sent me to a therapist and she talked to me and she asked me like, hey, Vincent, what do you do with your life? And I looked at her and I started to cry and I was like, I don't have a life. I don't do anything with my life. I'm just playing video games and watching pornography every single day. I'm 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 not living. I'm dying. And it's like, well, Vincent, don't worry. We're gonna set you on the right help. I don't feel you need medication, but we're gonna put you in a group therapy. And from there, I the world opened for me. I felt more a better understanding about myself. I learned tools, I learned tricks. But most of all, what was really was important, I was understanding my trauma, the backpack that I was carrying with me my entire life. I had more light on that. Mm. And after that, 
I got really addicted to self-development. I start right. to read books and I start to learn more about myself, learn more about the world. But that was also my downfall because I was only wanted to keep myself safe. I wanted to read so many books and go to so many courses and get so many coaching that I don't feel any pain. I don't feel any sadness, but I wasn't taking any action. And that I was struggling with that for a long, long time. That became right. my addiction, just reading books, but not taking action. Right. So in a nutshell, that was for me. I was living my life in fear. I was scared to go out. I was scared to have fun. I was scared to do anything. My higher self reached out to me and told me, like, you need to make a change. And from there, I just, yeah, made a so, change. Wow. And I give you credit for that. It's, uh, you know, a bunch of things are in there that I want to kind of touch on. Um, and many of us do live in fear. Um, a couple of things. Did, have you determined the root of that fear? And, and, and the second question would be, how did your parents react when you came to them and said you you need help? When I told my parents, they were shocked mm -hmm. because they they thought I was doing good. They thought I was having a good, okay life because also they wanted to keep me safe, but I was not happy. Mm -hmm. But still, they said to me like, yeah, you need to do it. If you feel you have to do it, you need to do it. And I went. So yeah, they were a bit... Yeah, shocked that I asked shocked, for that. Yet, yet they were supportive, which is a benefit for you because that's what you were reaching out to get support from them. Now, where are you calling from? I know I'm in the United States. Where are you located? I'm the, from the Netherlands. You're, so you're in the Netherlands. And and getting back to the whole fear thing, did you did did your parents and you kind of figure out where this fear came from? I did a lot of research. I did a lot of searching for myself, looking for answers. But it was really my trauma youth. I've been bullied a lot. I've been, yeah, in my in my in my in my youth, I've been traumatized, and yeah, it's there because I also have struggled with with self worth. I didn't see my worth. I know I have it, but I don't right. see it. I don't see the value that I have. So that was also a struggle. But it started really with yeah traumas because when I was young, I was playful. I was having fun, but at a later stage in my life, I got like my heart got crushed by a girl yeah. and from there the rejection was really really hard so i didn't go out i didn't yeah. face those fears i didn't face those reactions yes so i stayed behind my computer to be safe it, it is amazing how um relationships for a young boy uh, girls don't realize the the power that they have on young yeah. boys uh, <laughs> and you know and, and and i'm not saying in a good or bad way i don't think they realize that that the impact um girls have on boys at that young an age because yeah. um, most boys um, at that age are trying to build that self-confidence and they're letting a girl kind of dictate how how they feel about themselves and that rejection is hard and I remember my first time being rejected and yeah it's it's tough and you had nothing to compare to so tell me how you worked yourself uh out of that when you for you know even right now you're going through some stuff so so how did you you, you took that step forward to self-improve uh t tell us a little more about that journey yeah like i said i struggled a lot but i i i felt every time i took those small steps mm -hmm. 
that I need to take the action. I yeah. even though I can I can read a thousand books, still yeah. I need to implement those yes. the things that I've been teaching. Absolutely. But I didn't take any action, so I didn't learn anything because I can learn from books. But if you don't take the action, you're not gonna you're not gonna experience. And that that what I was I wasn't experiencing. Mm -hmm. But still, I felt there was some some yeah part in my life that was still not good so i also need to go back to my foundation back to the risk because i wanted to go so fast i wanted to be uh be with girls i want to sleep with girls i want to go so fast mm. but my traumas yeah. were holding me back it was like no you have to do some work on yourself first but right. i was just wanted to move so fast every single time right. but i was catching up i was getting exhausted i was getting angry because i wasn't getting the results that i wanted Right. But I was really in, in the loop. I was really in a trap with myself. But still, I kept on going. I still kept going, looking for answers, going on the internet, looking for answers, talking with people, research. That's how I learn new things like, hey, I can try this. I can try that. And then I found, found out about the Wim Hof method because my nervous system was really like overloaded. I was yeah. always triggered so much. But once I do that with the cold exposure and the breathing, I felt it's going to go less. My my nervous system was really cooling down and relaxed. Tell me a little about that breathing. I didn't catch the name of it. What kind of, what type of breathing? The Wim Hof method. Wim Hof method. Okay. okay. Can you explain that to the audience? Because I'm sure a lot of people don't don't know what that is. The the Wim Hof method. Well, Wim Hof, he's uh, the Iceman, how they call him. Okay. And he has records of being in the ice for hours and hours. And he climbed the mountain just with his shirt and his, his, uh, um, what's it called? Not his underwear, but his, his shorts. Yeah. Right. He climbed the mountain. And also when he climbed, climbed the Mount Everest, he did it without oxygen. He just focused on the breathing. Okay. So he climbed the mountain just with his breathing. Okay. So what the breathing is and does is if you do the breathing, what I remember, what he said was, your your adrenaline goes up, so you're you're boosting up the adrenaline, but your CO two goes down, so you're gonna alkaline yourself. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of toxins inside your body. You have a lot of yeah acid inside of your body. And once you do the breathing, yeah, you're gonna yeah cleanse yourself. And with the cold exposure, if you go to the you can do a cold shower, yeah. or you can go to a bath with ice. Mm -hmm. There you're gonna yeah train your body to to be stronger and also it's right. gonna fight off infections and right. diseases. And that is helped that was, you. Yeah, a lot. I right. ever since I started with it, I see and I feel a lot of benefits about yeah, especially with my yeah, my triggers. Wow. And really moving forward in life. So I really highly recommend you to to check that out. Wow. That's the thank you for sharing that. So um what are you doing now uh, professionally? I know you've got a podcast. Tell us a little about where, your journey now and where you're at. With my work or just with the podcast? Podcast and your work. If if, if your work is something that's helping you to grow. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not, not helping me. No, no, no. Tell us about the podcast then. Uh, the podcast, that's a really cool story because in my own journey, I see a lot of men struggling and I see them suffering because I see them also get rejected by girls. I'm also seeing them like being lost and not knowing who they are, what the values are. 
because they are numbing themselves with right. with alcohol to 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 boost up the confidence. They watch pornography. They hang out with the wrong people, so they're really lost and running into circles. And then they go to jobs that they don't like. Mm -hmm. And I saw myself in them. I saw and I I feel it in my heart that I wanted to make the change. And I got this idea also from my higher self because it told me first coaching. I wanted to do coaching, but I don't want to do the same thing over and over again. I want to be universal. I want to learn as much as I can yeah. about certain topics. Mm. But then I started to go into network marketing and I was only about a product that, that you need to learn and also to sell. And it was not my kind of thing. I really was, yeah... I wasn't happy because I was only doing one thing. But then somebody told me like, hey, you should do podcasting. Right. I was like, well, this is a really good idea because I can combine multiple things together and yeah. I can share my story and I can help other people. Mm -hmm. And there it started to, yeah, get alive. I started to get excited. The beginning was hard because I had a lot of doubts. Like, can I do it? Will people listen to me? Is my value good enough? So I struggled months and months and months. Mm -hmm. And just procrastinate because I was so afraid of of sharing my voice and telling people right. like, hey, this is really cool, what I'm teaching or what I'm sharing. But now once I do more and more, I start really to to fuse with my podcast. I start to to come together and I'm starting enjoying it. Well, the editing I don't enjoy, but still it's it's I'm learning so much from it. And I feel like I can have so much impact on on younger men especially with pornography because that's that's a lot of teenagers and men are struggling with it and i want to share how damaging it is because i've been doing it almost all my life yeah and i warn people like hey there's more to life than just being in your comfort zone not taking risk and just right. enjoy your life as much as you can so that's really my 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 core to live from the heart and right. not be stuck in the mind and just let the monkey mind tell you what to do. Just from the heart, what you feel. Yeah. And from there, act on it and move forward in life. That's what I want to give to men. To be their own leader yeah. and, and move forward how they want to live. And not being told by the governments and by other people what they need to do. Exactly. No, what do I want? What do I want? You know, and, and I give you credit too because with with the porno pornography, there needs to be a lot more awareness of it, of how detrimental it is to the human psyche, uh, and especially men, I'm, I believe the data shows that men are involved in watching porn more than women. I'm not sure. I do know it's detrimental for both genders, and most men will not admit and don't want to talk about that they're that they've watched it. It is a, it's like it's, it's it's interesting because like there's a stigma if you admit you watch it, yet there's it's so detrimental. Uh, you want you make makes people wonder why they do engage in it. So, um, was it e has it been easy for you to bring that topic out publicly and have other men a admit that they're involved in it and b admit that they realize that it's something they need to stop or that it's hurting them? The the thing that I want to share first is it's denial. I was denial. in denial, like, okay. hey, I have this problem, yeah. but I was like, no, I can handle it. I will, I will, I will, I will do it myself. Yeah. But I didn't want to see help. I didn't want to get help because I was also ashamed because I've been right. struggling with it a lot. I don't want to tell it. So I think a lot of men that that have this issue, they're shame or they're, there's mm -hmm. there's a lot of like 
yeah, insecurities like, hey, am I good enough? Okay, how are people gonna react? Right. But I remember once I did it for the first time and share, it wasn't so bad. People responded really good. It's like, wow, it's really brave of you that you share it. And and wow, you should do this more. Or yeah, there's a lot of taboo on this and you need to you need to tell this to more people. Right. So from there, when I got this, this yeah, when people are like like giving me the compliments, I, I started like, hey, I can talk about this. It is safe for me to talk about this. Right. And even though if they say like, yeah, go away with your with your poor nonsense, it yeah. didn't matter because I know how important it is to talk about it. Because Absolutely. yeah, it's like you said, you just you, we talk about it, but nothing is happening because no, they think terrible. it's 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 uh it's um yeah, there's a taboo, and they think it's like innocent. But yeah. it's not because it took most of my life because I didn't want to go out with girls or date with, with women mm -hmm. because I was so afraid. I was so afraid of the rejection. And if if I went out and I got rejected, I felt like I wasn't meant anything. I wasn't good enough for women. So I went back and watched porn because it's safe. There's yes. always we want to go to the safe place. So that was for me the reason that I want to share because it's a, it's a destroyer. It's, it really destroys your life. And it sounds really harsh, but it is. it is. It took, it took many years of my life. So I want to, to warn people or especially men to be careful with that because you're, you're just, you watch it. And then every day you're going to tell us like, okay, not to, today. I'm not going to do it. And then you're going to do it again and again and again. And you're just lying to yourself because yeah, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. And what you yeah. said, it's, it, it does a lot on your dopamine system and on your, on your, um, what's it called? On your pleasure uh, levels. Right. And also right. when you want, for example, if you want to, uh, you work something hard for it to get an ice cream, mm -hmm. now you get it. Yeah. So it's it's really, you're destroying everything, everything in, in your brain, in your body. And also you deplete yourself when you ejaculate every single time to pornography. True. And you're numbing yourself. That's yeah. that was for me. I was running away because I was numbing myself, not to feel the pain and all of that. So, yeah, yeah it was hard, but yeah, it was really necessary to take action and get yeah. away from it. You know, it's what's really important from what you said is that the thoughts you were having about the potential rejection if you confronted a woman, those were all in your head. All those yeah. assumptions, all those judgments, you were self-creating the worst case scenario and more often than not the actual response is not as bad as the thought we put into our head what the response is going to be it's never as bad as our brain is telling us it's going to be and that the fact that you've overcome that and felt comfortable stepping out of your comfort zone you know rejection a lot of times can make us stronger if we see it as a gift because maybe it just wasn't meant to be that specific yeah. person like hey thanks for not saying yes you'll go out with me because you're not good for me <laughs> you know and uh so good for you good for you yeah the, so, the thing that i want to add through that's yeah, really important is yeah. even though we're in, i was in my mind it was yeah. also the body because my body was that was storing the trauma mm -hmm. so even though i tell myself reaction doesn't matter my body was just shutting down my body Absolutely. was just freezing yeah and that's why I reach out for help. I, I'm now seeing a psychologist because my body is always stopping me. My body's always put a brake on me. So even yes. though I can I can walk to a woman and to talk to her, but then I would 
freeze up and I don't know what to say and I get sweaty because my body's been traumatized. And that's why I need to change that. So also it's not just the mind, it's also the body because it's, it's, it's working mind together. body connection. You need that yeah. connection between mind and body. And right now, you yeah. know, that's what you're working for that alignment. Well, yes. you know, we're all a work in progress and you've come such a long way. Um, don't give up. Keep going, man, because you're 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 close. I'm telling you, and you've got a lot, you have a lot to give and a lot of uh, important messages that people need to hear. Um I have a couple questions I want to ask you to before we before we end. And uh, this one I love to ask because it gives us an opportunity to speak to somebody we haven't ever gotten a chance to speak to. So you now have an opportunity to speak to young Vincent, seven to 10 year old Vincent, and he's asking you advice about life. What, what advice about life are you going to give young seven to 10 year old Vincent? The advice that it would give was or yeah, is to get help sooner, to, to, to take the first step, to took the courage to get help sooner because I, I've been really late for getting help. Mm-hmm. So I wish that I could tell myself, my younger self, like get help now, because if not, you're going to waste more of your life. You're going to waste more of your precious time that's been given to you every single day because I've been addicted from the age of 12 until 32. Yeah. So that's a long time. And I didn't do anything with my life between that. So that's really important was for me. If I, if I knew sooner or yeah. somebody told me like, Hey, yeah. Vincent, please get help. I would do that. So that would, I give myself, please get help. Well, thank you. Because we, what we don't know is who's out there listening right now. And for all we know, there could be a young Vincent out there listening. And that's very helpful uh, advice. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, You're you're going to put on a different hat now. And now you're speaking to young Vincent, the young businessman entrepreneur, and you want to give him advice about business. What are you going to tell him? Keep on going. Be consistent and don't, don't give up on your dreams because I've been always a dreamer. But I didn't take the action. Okay. So that was for me to for business because I was really good with money. I didn't have any money issues until I moved to Mexico. Okay. That's another story. Mm-hmm. But I was really good my with my money. But I wish that somebody told me my 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 older self to invest, to start to learn about business, to start to learn about self development sooner, and not mm-hmm. just wasting so many years. Start educating yourself. Start picking up books that you're interested in. We can watch many TV shows, but what's it going to get you? Mm-hmm. Nothing. It's not going to get you in return. It's the same with video games. We can play a lot of video games and we can and we can get this, all these achievements. But what do you get in return? Right. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So with business, start educating yourself. Start learning and start developing, but especially go deep inside yourself. What is there something need you need to change about yourself. There's there's nothing wrong with us because I always thought I was damaged. I always believed that I wasn't good enough. Right. Right. But there's nothing wrong with me. I no, just been traumatized. I just yes. need to learn and 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 build the confidence and 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 overcome those fears. Because the first, like you said, the first time is it's difficult. But once you're gonna do it more, also with rejection, yeah. you're gonna do it more and more, and then you're gonna laugh about it. it doesn't yes. mean anything. Absolutely. So it's the same with business. Even though in the beginning it's hard, like I said. 
for me with the podcasting, the first videos was difficult. Yeah. I was scared to look in the in the camera. I was scared to speak. Yeah. But once you're gonna do it more and more, you're gonna get comfortable. You're gonna learn. And the cool thing is, with the body and mind, mm -hmm. is the mind is can learn a lot, but also your body learns as well because right. it's gonna adapt. It's gonna improve. It's gonna learn. So if you get that aligned together, absolutely, you're unstoppable force. Basically, if you master and, and everything, all those elements. With business, with your life, with relationships, you're you're you just the world opens up to you. Yeah, so that's, that's a great message. You, uh, you just and you're right. We all, every single one of us, have the opportunity of of unstoppable uh, future. And um, absolutely, you know. And and speaking of that, uh, you know, I I I've I've think we've been able to capture the essence of Vincent Hazenboom, and the audience is going to want to get more of you. How can they reach you? I'm all the the social medias and also my uh, my podcast is gonna be on YouTube and also I'm building a website so they can also check that out when it's ready. Hopefully it's ready soon because it's it's uh, still building. Right. But hopefully I'm gonna yeah gonna get that ready and then uh, I can go. I can launch my podcast. Super exciting, super scary. What is the name but... of your podcast so people can start looking for it when it's ready? How to Heart, the How to Heart Show. How to Heart Show. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Vincent, thank you so much for com coming on. I'm grateful you're in my life, man. And uh, I'm so Me glad too. Chris Chris Belfry introduced us. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Absolutely. Really and I wish you all the success. This will not be the last time we speak. We're going to keep in touch. And we'll Absolutely. Keep, keep monitoring your progress, my friend. Thank you so much. And th thank you so much for, for having me and, and share my story because this is really important. It's not like my story is the most important, but it's a good story for people to know because like I said, time is short, life mm -hmm. is short. So you need to grab that opportunity every single day, the time that you have left because mm -hmm. tomorrow is going to be your last. And I would like to say, what do you want to or what, how do you want to tell people your life when you're on your deathbed? Do you want to tell people on your deathbed like, hey, I just watch TV every single day. I didn't do anything. I didn't take any risk. Or you want to flip that and say like, I did everything in my power. I did everything that I could inside of me, my potential, Absolutely. everything to get everything out of life. What would you choose? Absolutely. No, that's a great message, Vincent. And there, are, there are, there's somebody out there who's in the same position you are and they haven't told their story, you're going to give them a lot of courage today. So thank you very much. You can much. always reach out. If you have questions or you're struggling, Always, you can always ask me for advice. I'm always open to, to help. That's wonderful. Thanks again, Vincent. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. All right. Take care, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and give us a review to help others find it. If you find yourself immersed in adversity and would like to find support from other men in times of struggle, please become a member of my Men Supporting Men Collaboration Tribe by emailing me at drew at profitcompassion.com, expressing your interest, and I'll get in touch with you. Speak to you soon.